Welcome to Behind the Helm. We are so happy you're here with us. The show features myself and Petty Officer Dowden. We work together in Indiana as Navy recruiters. We created the show with the intention to help bring together the past, present, and future personnel of the military to help build a better understanding of what it's like to actually be a part of it. So you'll see anything from like interviews to video reactions or just personal stories of our own to help guide those who have interest in learning more about the, what the military has to offer and what it takes to make the ultimate sacrifice to serve your country. This podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and live on Facebook every Thursday at 4 p.m. And that's facebook.com slash behind the helm. So don't forget to like, share, and follow the show so you never miss out on an episode. And thank you to everyone here who supports us. Enjoy. Episode 29. 29. 29 weeks. 29 weeks of um, doing this. We miss some, right? Miss a few. We're over 30. There were a couple yeah. that, you know, we had because of this or that. Unfortunately, I hope you know next week you're by yourself. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. You're going to be on, on, on the old vacay. We'll be out in Disney. You're out of Disney. Or as my daughter calls Bisney. Bisney. It, well, it, <laughs> it is. It, it is, is a business. Yeah. Bisney, baby. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Behind the Helm. If this is your first time here, we are happy to have you here. If this is your 29th time here, what's up, man? Have a seat. It's yeah. been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Plug Start. us in. Let's talk. You go ahead. Oh, you want me to plug that in? All talk, right. So talk about the other platform. So yeah, uh, if you're watching right now, you know you are uh, you're on Facebook. You can find us here live, mm. uh, 4 p.m. every Thursday. Every Thursday. Um, if you're listening somewhere else, you you might even know another platform. But if not, if you're here live with us now, you can follow us on uh, YouTube, subscribe, um, and follow us and you could download these podcasts on apple podcast and spotify and get the notifications um, there you can yep. download the the mm-hmm. audio so you and can do it on the go those go live um the next day so friday around four is what we aim for sometimes there could be some technical things that go around but if you always eh. if you ever want to come back and listen uh you can always just find it on facebook it will be posted immediately uh forever yeah so. after the fact after the fact so, uh, just wanted to put this out there. This week's uh, episode is actually brought to you by Greek's Pizzeria at 813 East McGalliard uh, in Muncie, Indiana. If you are from Muncie, you know Greeks. Yeah, you know Greeks. All right, you know Greeks Pizzeria. Greeks Pizzeria has been around since 1969. It's our taste. Call 765-282-7492 or visit them at greekspizzeria.com where they have free delivery. They also have dine-in and carry-out. And for all of you military out there or veterans, they do give a 10% discount on everything. So uh, most definitely thank you so much, uh, Greeks here on McGalliard, right in the same, uh, you know, come see us. Yeah, come come right ring our door. doorbell. We'll wave to you, and then you can walk down and go to, go to Greeks. Uh, so thank you again uh, to the owner right over here at Greeks for sponsoring today's show. And uh, we have a little something special for our bonus content today, so definitely make sure you stick around. Uh, smash that like button right now. Make sure you comment down below if you've ever ate at Greeks. What's your favorite thing from there? And no, you cannot say beer. All right, so uh, that's you can't. Were, were we talking about White Claws in the last 
episode. Yeah. Did I get, all right. He, they have white claws. Well, that's at not a Greeks, that's by the way. That's a beer. It's, that is not, no, that's a seltzer. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Greeks Pizzeria, 813 East McGalliard here in Muncie, Indiana. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, stick around for that bonus content. Uh, with another episode comes another homage to the Eagle. And since Greeks is uh, our sponsor for today, I have their takeout menu. So if the Eagle, when we're not here, wants some delicious Greeks, 813 East McGalliard Road, make sure to go to their website, greekspizzeria.com, that the Eagle can order some Greeks. That's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. All right, yeah. so what are we talking about today? We're talking about some port visits. Port right? visits. In our last episode, we talked a lot about, um, you know, what life is like at sea. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the best part about being out to sea is the port visits. Um, it's what makes the Navy uh, very different amongst the other branches. It's what makes us stand out. And like we always say, it comes down to lifestyle choice. Yep. This is the choice this is the lifestyle that we chose, and I would say the lifestyle that we really like. About it, uh, yeah. About it. Because um, we said, you know, every every branch is deployable. So it's mm-hmm. all about, hey, what do you want those deployments to look like? And this is going to be kind of a glimpse into what it looks like to be on deployment with the Navy. It's one of the main reasons I joined the Navy was I knew, although not knowing a lot about the Navy, is I knew that if I wanted to travel, it was a place to go. Uh, not even to the extent that I have, um, but, you know, we were talking about life at sea last week, and, and gosh, honestly, we probably could have talked about it another hour, uh, and that's why we didn't get to port calls, so we wanted to continue this and talk about port calls and what that means, and we've said before, you know, deployment's kind of a scary word for some people, but in the Navy, that's actually the biggest time, not the only time, but the biggest time when we actually do get to do port calls or visit other countries because, you know, once a month, sometimes twice a month, you're pulling into another country and getting to see that culture and, you know, try that food in that area and mm-hmm. see the mm-hmm. sites and meet the people. So that's what we're going to go over today. Yeah. So um, have you, uh, well, I've been to some port calls, not as many as you. I've, 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 uh, I've been to Peru, Chile. Brazil. It's Chala. Chala. Okay. That's it's not. That's Indiana. Okay. There's yeah. a Peru, Indiana. There's like, I, I know you, I don't know if you've really gone up that I've way, heard but of it, yeah, it's heard Peru, of it. yep. Mexico, and then Chile. It's C H I L I, but they say it's, Ch- it's Chala. I don't know why I have to say it with a redneck accent. I yeah. apologize. I'm from here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been there and you've been too. Go ahead. <laughs> Just overseas? Yeah. Take a deep breath. I almost choked. Iceland, Ireland, Scotland, London, and Plymouth, England, multiple Azor Islands, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Sicily, Greece, Crete, Romania, Bulgaria, Croatia, Turkey, Israel. I've been down through the Red Sea, stopped in a place in Africa called Djibouti. Don't go there. It's just fun to say. I've been up into the Arabian Gulf and been to Jabali, Bahrain, and Dubai. Wow. So you've been all around the place. And some of those. Man, you must have been on the ship for like 20 years. No. It was 21. No, um, <laughs> I was only, uh, you know, I was only stationed on the ship four and a half years, USS yeah. Cole. And um, I mean, that's just the port visits overseas. Like, you know, we got to, we pulled into New Orleans. We pulled into, you know, we talked about 9-11. We pulled into New York City, like, uh, you know, multiple places in Florida, you know, so um, Key West, like awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but four and a half years and quite honestly, like I've never really sat and added it up, but I could honestly say probably 
only about half that time total was I away and it wasn't all at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, the other half the time, like, you know, we were just tied up to a pier, like came in, did our job, we went home. So we can't, we don't put the ship out all the time. It has to have a mission or, a, or you know, something to do. It's very expensive. I don't think people realize that. Oh yeah. Um, and if you're watching right now, if you're in the service, if you're in the Navy or you've ever been in the Navy, make sure you smash that like button first off. Second off, make sure you share this feed and go ahead and post in the comments. What was your favorite port that you visited and why? like to hear it go ahead and put that down below and if you're not here live and you're watching this on youtube or later still post it i want to see it i want to know so i i feel like a lot of people would probably ask like why are we even going to these countries and sometimes that's a question that's kind of up in the air on, on like the main reason why mm-hmm. sometimes i think really in the navy sense it's a it's a show of power it is. A it's a presence. It's like a show-off type of thing. Like, hey, check this out. We are the Navy. Have, you, you, you remember this? You remember this catchphrase? Global force for good. Yeah. Like, it's a global presence, and all in all, it's a presence because we can refuel and get food at sea. We don't have to pull in, so that's not why. You know, um, it is. It's one hundred percent like, and because like friendly countries and stuff, and like showing that we're there to support them and support their economy as well. Yeah. You know, so. And a lot of times, so let's just start kind of from the beginning. Before you go out, you kind of have an idea of where you're going to go. For the most part. For the most part. Sometimes sometimes they might take away or add mm-hmm. to uh, a set of countries that you might go to. Now, you have like an ultimate destination that you're going. Um, but along the way, they said, hey, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop here. Mm-hmm. They roughly tell you how long you're going to be there. Yeah. Um, and you can actually prepare for each one. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you don't just go, you, I mean, you can go to these countries with absolutely no itinerary, mm-hmm. right? But you, they, they actually send, I'm pretty sure they send an email of what that country is going to be like. They tell you some of the areas oh, yeah. of interest, but they also tell you some of the areas to stay away from, right? Because, you know, not every country is safe like Brazil, you know, they didn't want us hanging out in the favelas, right? Yeah, you And can't, if you were going there on vacation, you wouldn't do that either. You're not supposed to go like, what is it, Brazil? I've heard, because I used to work with a yeah. guy from Brazil, like basically off the coastline. Like if you're like me or you going there, not local, yeah. um, like not more than a mile like inland. Yeah, uh, there's so there's literally like the town and then just straight up is the favelas. And they're like, no, don't go in there, right? So yeah. You, you know, you already know what you're getting into. And on top of that, when I'm talking about an itinerary, right, what are we going to do here? They have tours you can buy. Oh, so yeah. maybe have some called MWR, mm-hmm. Morale, Welfare and Recreation. Mm-hmm. And uh, they buy tours ahead of time. And um, sailors um, can buy, can purchase these tickets on the ship to go to these tours. And anytime you purchase it's actually going to help fund MWR even yep. more. Sometimes there were there were ones that were like free and you know you're talking about like preparing for these ports so like on my first deployment, you know, we knew we were going to the med. Um, that helped us we knew that prior to getting underway, so like what we brought with us mm-hmm. because I ain't going out in this, not my coveralls oh, yeah. and my dress whites, like you're in civilian clothes. So like you know, you know the time of year and like where you're going so that you you packed accordingly also certain countries right so talking about that like the good good places to go bad places to go um it was also like some countries you had briefs because of cultural differences like when we were in 
uh, the Middle East, like when we went to Dubai and like oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, like, you know, at the time vaping was still, you could still do it on the ship. Um, and you know, over there you cannot, like you can't smoke on the street. Like you, yeah. you get arrested. Um, so like you have those cultural briefs as well. Yeah. They um, even, not, not to interrupt no, you, but yeah. even they, they talked about certain, I remember when we were in Peru, they talked about certain hand gestures Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. how like what we do could be f- seen as offensive versus. Yep. So, I mean, you know what you're getting into when you get, yeah, they there. let you know. And then the MWR thing, it's not just tours, right? So, I mean, a lot of it's tours, but it's also different fun things. Like when I was in Jabali, like we got to do, it, I guess you could call it a tour, but it was like a, uh, like a, this sand dune thing. Like they took us out, like they drove us out in like these Jeeps. And then we got to the side of the desert. They let air out so that, you know, and they took us. And I mean, these dudes are driving like two foot, like it was scary. And they're just like ripping up these sand dunes with us. Mm-hmm. And then they had like taken us out to this kind of like makeshift fort and like they fed us dinner and you could get like a, a hookah and um they had like a traditional belly dancer and then uh, a, a male that came out and did this like traditional dance and stuff and there was music and um when we were in dubai i didn't go uh to this but my buddy went to ferrari is it ferrari world yeah and um you know they have a roller coaster there it's so fast like you have to wear a helmet a race oh, helmet wow. because of the yeah and, uh, you know, we had discounted tickets to that it's very popular, very expensive, but they also tell you, like you were saying, just stuff to go see what, what sites are there mm-hmm. or whatever. And you look that stuff up on your own. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you if, if you care to, you should, I mean, when are you going to have the chance? So, uh, yeah, you're well informed, you know, every now and then they might add a stop or take away one or whatever. So it might change a little bit, but you have a general knowledge of what, where you're going to be, just not necessarily when, cause we can't really put that out. Yeah. So when you pull in, right, it, it's different on every platform. So I'll talk about mine specifically. <laughs> so with carriers, uh, it is the largest ship out there as far as um, naval, naval, naval vessel. Naval vessel. Mm-hmm. So um, at times it can be limiting on where they go. Yeah. So what they do is um, they use something called a Liberty boat. So what will happen is everyone lines up in the hangar bay and you have a Liberty buddy. You don't leave by yourself. You have to have a designated person you're with. That's sometimes a safety it's a issue. party. Yeah, it sometimes depends, it can, uh, that depends yeah. on the country too, right? Yeah, it depends on the country because yeah. uh, they will not let you go out by yourself. Which it's, it's I mean I mean you're in another country. You're there on a working visa, technically, right? Yeah, you don't really want to go out by yourself anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's not fun. So, um, and you know, for us, we waited in line, and then uh, you would go down, and there would be a barge. That was attached to the stern dock of the ship. You mm-hmm. step on the barge, and then you step on a Liberty boat that drives out, that that rides out to their port, and then you get off. Usually, it's at that country's naval base. That's usually, from what I've seen, all the countries we've been to, it was their naval base. So, like in Peru, seeing the Peruvian Navy was very interesting. Yeah, seeing other navies. That's it is it is really cool to meet other navies too. Yeah, I mean, I have got the opportunity to do that, and like seeing how they. And, you know, and are a, and a lot of times they'll bring their commanders and stuff yep. on board. That's that whole presence type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And for you, it's it is much different how it works for you. I mean, so, for yours it seems a more streamlined. Yeah, and well, like, and for you, like you said, like so, I know that we pulled into ports where carriers could pull in, um, but like you said, there's a lot that you just can't. It's too big. They don't have the type of 
uh, facilities to do that. And also not many ships go to Peru. Sure. Like there's not many deployments that involve South America because that's not really where a lot of stuff happens. I just Mm. so happen to be changing home ports. Yeah. So for us as a destroyer, and and this is pretty much the same for like cruisers as well, um, you know, we pull in and it doesn't have to be a a naval port like a lot were, um, but like when we were in Romania, like we literally pulled into... Like it's like a, uh, it was like a cruise ship terminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what they had done is they'd set up Connex boxes, you know, and pretty much quarantined it off for like when we were there um, and fencing and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, we just pull in and then, you know, instead of 5,000 people, you know, 3,500 to 5,000 people, you're talking 250 to 300 people. Um, and, you know, you line up at the quarter deck and like you'll have the brow that goes straight. I mean, just straight yeah, off just onto straight the pier. Out, yeah. uh, same thing, though. You're, I mean, you have to sign out, like, with a Liberty Buddy or a couple, depending, mm-hmm. um, you know, and depending on where we were as well. Like, you you may have to have one of your members may have to be, like, your basically more or less think of them as your designated driver. You're not driving anywhere, but there has to be a quote-unquote, like, non-drinking Liberty Buddy. Like, yeah. just so if you're going out and, like, mainly just for safety not that like we're going out and like crawling around because we're that drunk or anything it's just you know if you get inebriated like having that person that's cognizant again just watching out for each other um but yeah it's a lot more streamlined on off um you know so uh a little bit easier i I can't imagine i've seen on a care i know it's probably like streamlined just because like obviously it's something that you've done a lot you know what i mean like when you're on a carrier but to me the way that I would get on and off the ship and like just being near a carrier. I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine. So yeah, really different. So what, so what are we doing in these countries? Like what's the goal? The goal is nothing like for as you, as just the person working on the ship, the goal is to go blow off some steam and have a good time. So that, it, I mean, it's that's literally that, like a mini vacation. It. There's really nothing else to say about it. Yeah. It's, it's your time to, visit a country yeah they're not on pulling the navy off. dollar they're not pulling us off to the side and like all right so you need to go and like da, 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 like no yeah. like it literally is like that's our deployment like we pull in and there's a liberty call like we're literally in civilian clothes going out seeing the sites like trying the local food and like stuff like that and like going on the tours and like enjoying the country like getting to yeah. see the country for what it is so and and just like even the ability to stay out in that country overnight is something that you're able to do now it kind of depends on how long you've been on board sometimes and Mm -hmm. things like that but for the most part should be able to do it Uh, but the ship uh, another thing that needs to be known is that the ship has to be manned at all times so if they say you're coming in for five days um, there will be a point in time where there'll be a day where you don't go there yeah, yeah, you'll have to stay on board because you can't just abandon the ship and have nobody. Yeah, be, that's the same. Yeah, you issue. got part of the crew that's keeping because we're not like hooking up. You know, we're still running off of what we call like ship's power. So you have to have people maintaining that. Um, yeah. And then you know, I've had different port visits too where um, you still like you may still have like a regular work day because like certain stuff has to get done mm-hmm. and then you're getting, but I mean, you're getting off a little earlier, like one, two, mm-hmm. and then you have, you know, all night or whatever. And then, you know, I've definitely been to ports too, where it's like, look, if you're not the crew that has to stay behind for that day, like as yep. soon as it, yep. like, you wake up in the morning and go, that's exactly um, how it works. So it, it all just kind of depends on what's going on at the time, you know? 
uh, because at the end of the day, like a job still has to get done. And like you said, we can't just abandon the ship and things still need to be maintained. So, um, yeah, but you're like, I've never been to a port that I didn't get to go enjoy it. Um, we pulled into one that like, we literally only pulled, pulled into get fuel. Like mm-hmm. plans had changed. We had to go, we were going to be there for a while and, and we just weren't able to, that was the only port where I never, like I didn't get off the ship, but literally nobody did. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did actually, I went out on the pier to tie up. So technically <laughs> I was, I was there, you know? So, um, what are the kind of places uh, that you can go to? I mean, we mentioned. Um, well, there we has to be a, there has to be an ocean, right? We're not doing yeah. champs. <laughs> yeah, there I has mean, to be an ocean. I mean, we're not we're not like you know going to. Uh, I don't know. It's like Indiana, right? Like we're not coming to Indiana. Yeah, we're not going so, to Kansas. Yeah, we're not, not going to be. We're not going to be visiting, you know, mainland Germany. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're not going to be going into. Um, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a country that's like landlocked. It doesn't matter, but like you get it. Like we could pretty much go anywhere. I'm well, okay. We're not going to pull into Iran or Iraq. No, no, like you know, there there are other cities. We don't now. We'll be right off off their coast, international waters. You know, but yeah, uh, you know, there 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 has to be that. You know that kind of handshake as well with that Mm -hmm. country so yeah so wherever we're going it's usually going to be a pretty friendly place um you know the northern atlantic been there the med obviously the arabian gulf um you know obviously you were southern atlantic and and pacific the whole pacific all the way over yeah uh into asia we stopped places there also you know even more in the northern atlantic like they you know we have stops in like Norway and and places like that as well. So literally everywhere. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to kind of create an idea of some of the places you can go. And I went online and I looked at Mm -hmm. basically Marines and Navy have like voted on their favorite port visits. Okay. um, For a Mediterranean and uh, Westpac Westpac or Pacific, Pacific, you know, which are usually the two that you look at because not a lot of people go down into you know, the Southern Atlantic and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. I did. So, or even into the Arctic, some people go there. Yeah. A lot yeah, of times yeah. you go, uh, Northern Atlantic, you can go to, um, yeah, like when I went to, to uh, Scotland and, yeah. and uh, the other ships I know that went to like but Norway and stuff. For the most part, it's West packs and med packs is usually what you see. And they can both get to, so like when I said that we went down through the Red Sea and up into the Arabian Gulf and, and stuff like, obviously if you're a West pack sailor, you can do the same. So, uh, I think, at one point we gotten relieved by like, you know, we came from Norfolk, Virginia mm-hmm. and we got relieved by a ship that came from San Diego. Like how cool is that? You know? Yeah. Pretty so neat. I picked the top three from each one that okay. was voted. Uh, number one was actually Rota, Spain and Rota. And, and you know, it's, I think a lot of it came from the fact that you For can actually med. get state. Yeah. And the med yeah. and the med, but you can actually get stationed in Rota in the Navy. Yeah, we have ships permanently yeah. stationed there now. So you can get stationed here, and they actually have a video that we're going to play um, about a sailor that's actually stationed there. He kind of talks about his experience. So I can give you an idea it's of what sh- that place short, is like. Short and yeah. sweet, but you kind of get a good view of it. Well, I picked the wrong one.
hard for me to understand the Spanish culture because in Spain, just everybody is very relaxed. <laughs> But as soon as I understood it, I was like, these people live in April of 2016. When I got to Spain, I learned very quickly that history is literally in my backyard. I walk down to, you know, downtown Rota, and I get to see some of the most beautiful chapels I've ever seen. Statues that were here, like, from the dawn of time. It's so awesome to just really think to myself, like, I get to experience a place that not many people get to experience. When I first got here, it was actually really hard for me to understand the Spanish culture because in Spain, everybody is very relaxed. <laughs> But as soon as I understood it, I was like, these people live the most stress-free life ever. Like, I don't need to stress myself out on the little things. Everybody knows in Rhode Spain, like, hey, we can take a breather, we can step back, we can enjoy life, but we can also do our job professionally and get it done in the, in the correct manner. And I've loved that I've gotten to understand that here. Being in Spain and being able to see all the history, it is giving me a new insight on life. I get to get out of my comfort zone, embrace it, understand it, and indulge in it. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so that's not just somewhere where you get stationed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's somewhere that, well, not somewhere you can just go visit. You can be stationed there and, yeah. and, and live there and go on deployments. Yeah, sorry about the little technical skip there. We got to fix. But, um, yeah, so, like, um, you know, a lot of people are in Rhode Spain, and they get to see a little bit more of it when, when they're stationed there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have more time to explore. And uh, with obviously like with Europe, you know, a lot of the countries are sizes of states here. So like we might drive to another state um, to, you know, go see something. Well, it's very easy to do that. Likewise, you know, when you're in Europe. So being stationed there, I had a buddy that was stationed in, in Naples, Italy, and they would just, him and his um, fiance would take weekend trips like to another country. So uh, it is, the history is, is amazing. Uh, when you get overseas and like he's talking about like the old temples and stuff like Haifa Israel uh, when you pull in like it's literally like this hill and everything's like dead center there's this um, I believe it's called a mosque and if I'm wrong I apologize but it, it's the golden dome like it, it's yeah wildly yeah. like just beautiful really cool so again if you've been to Rota Spain make sure to smash the like button tell us what your favorite part of Rota Spain was uh, you know like to know or if it wasn't your favorite port, what was? I want to know. Share this feed. Smash that like button. Uh, comment down below. All right. So another one of the med was one that you just mentioned, Naples, Italy. This is another mm -hmm. place you can actually get stationed. Mostly corpsmen get stationed here because they have a big naval hospital. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. this is this is another place you get stationed. And um, I'm just going to kind of read some of the stuff that you could do while we uh, take a look at what's going on over here. Right. So. It's the uh, third largest city in Italy. 
and is chock full of history, art, art, uh, architecture, and delicious food. Yet, it gets a bad rap for oh, some of it's crime and grime, right? But the thing with that, you gotta understand, mm-hmm. is that you're not gonna be in that part of it, right? When, when we talked about yeah, if you don't want to be, if like we talked anywhere. about Brazil, they would talk about the favelas. But the understanding is, hey, stay in this area. You're not allowed to go over there, and you're not right. going to, right? Right. Um, and yeah, it even says just for the students, uh, you know, you could be rewarded with truly spectacular views, um, chat with the friendly locals. You'll start mm-hmm. to experience some of the magic that this port city holds. And of course you can't forget the transcendence that comes from the first pi- bite of Neapolitan pizza, uh, in the city credited with inventing the pizza. Mm-hmm. Nor that which they're uh, showing right now on screen yeah, as you say that. Nor awesome. that perfect sip of espresso which we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just kind of one of the places you can go and visit, and it's just something to step outside. And is that Neapolitan ice cream? Is that what it's called? It is. I guess that's what it would be from, right? Yeah. So uh, it's just one of those places, you know, that more times than not you're not going to be able to see on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of the places that the Navy can actually take you and not just take you there. You can actually live there and be so part of it. When we went to Italy, uh, obviously, like w- we went to Sicily a couple times, but we did go to mainland Italy. And uh, in, uh, I'm warning you now, if you don't know any like real Italian or Sicilian people, never call a Sicilian an Italian because they are not. They are very proud that they are Sicilian. Um, and Although it's a lot of the same culture, there are differences. But what's wild is, is you know, talking about espresso and stuff like that and pizza. And when we were in the med, you get pizza, it'd have like um, bruschetta on it. Like that's like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then also like we went to a, I'm not even kidding, a middle school to like go and like talk to students and get interviewed by like students. And um, we're in a middle school and they literally had a like coffee bar line. I, we're talking like 11, 12 year olds. You could get like a cappuccino like in middle <laughs> school. And they did because it's like that's their culture. And it, it was one of the best cappuccinos I ever had. And it was from a middle school. Not to mention when I got interviewed by the little girl that she spoke English well enough that I understood her. She understood everything I said. And she was, I think, 12 or 13. It was her fifth language. Wow. Yeah. I was like. Okay, I know <laughs> I know Pig Latin, so it's whatever. <laughs> so and uh, number three in the med, they had uh, Li- uh, Lisbon, 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 Portugal, and actually neighbors um, Rota Spain is yeah. very close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna take take a look at what's going on over there. So I've been to the Azor Islands. To the um, Azor Islands. Oh, okay. yeah. I never pulled into. I don't think we ever pulled into Portugal. Yeah. yeah it, this is often overlooked for its popular European cousins. Uh, what you say, Lisbon? Lisbon. Lisbon specializes in lulling tourists into its laid-back charm, perched atop seven hills. Its alleyway uh, alleyway wind between colorful, century-old buildings. Um, fanciful St. George's Castle peeks out to the skyline, lending an old-world mystery to... Oh, my gosh. They have so many words in there I can't read. (laughs) Uh, Despite the modern, sleek buildings that are slowly raising throughout the city, village life holds strong. But there's more to Lisbon than just uh, lazing about in coffee shops. 
nibbling on custard tarts, right, uh, all day from exploring um, the Fado Clubs and uh, Biario Alto to taking the view on the top of the Santa Justa elevator from laying out at the beaches to treasure hunting uh, flea market in the flea market from gazing at uh, displays um, all around the coastline Portugal's coastal capital is rich with opportunity right so another place you can go that the Navy could take you um, and it's just you know one of these places that you may not have on your list of where you want to go but clearly uh, we do we are able to go all around the world yep um, so they put it down as one of the places that they like the most yeah this is voted on by by service members right like this yeah, isn't, service this isn't us um, neither one would have been my favorite but I didn't get a lot of time in Rhoda so it was on our way back so we were trying to get a lot of work done um, yeah all right next one I think a lot of people are gonna be very interested in um, I couldn't find a video specifically for this place, uh, but Sydney, Australia, or Perth, mm. I've even heard of... Uh, this would be Westpac. Westpac. So now we're getting to the Westpac, mm -hmm. West Pacific. Um, what's the other one? Brisbane? Is that what it is? Uh, I'm not I think sure. That's I the other one. West Coast, but yeah, I mean, yeah, every sailor I've ever heard or talked to that went to Australia said it was yeah, amazing. This, this was number one on the list for Westpac yeah. by, a, by a long shot. So... Um, you guys, you guys obviously know about, um, Australia. You've seen the pictures, you know, like literally every piece of wildlife is from there. Like every landscape you can think of is from there. Like the scariest, um, uh, things that live on this planet are from there. <laughs> it's number three in best places to visit in Australia, Sydney and the Pacific in mm -hmm. general. Uh, it's a laid-back beachside town and a thriving uh, metropolitan that boasts some of the Southern Hemisphere's best surf, landmarks, and activities. Whether you're looking to watch a show at the iconic uh, Opera House, mm -hmm. uh, take to the waves at the Bondi Beach, or explore trendy areas like the Rocks and Darling Harbor, Sydney features some of something for everyone. Even Sydney ciders have an ideal mix of both worlds, fashion-forward attire and British-style sarcasm combined with no-worries attitude and relaxed coastal vibes. It's no wonder this vibrant city down under is a natural choice for first-time Aussie visitors. Um, there's a lot of uh, thrill-seekers can participate in heart-pounding activities like a Sydney Harbor bridge climb. Um, what what else is on there? There's plenty of seasonal Sid Sydney festivals and events to experience, such as sculpture, sculpture by the sea, the festivals of the winds, and the night noodle markets. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot to do mm -hmm. there as well. And I, I've heard amazing things about Australia, and that the, the actual like um, Australians love Americans. So it's yeah. like very friendly. They're they're excited to see you. You can speak the same language. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, yeah. I, Otherwise, I, I and it's like very to expensive to go there. As Is well. it? I mean, yeah, to go there. Like if you were just gonna oh yourself grab like if a you were flight. Just gonna take, yeah, 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 for so, sure. And I, from what I've heard, is you you kind of you're able to go there a lot. I mean, I've heard from enough people that they've been there to know like, Oh, this is just one of those places. I think especially if you're stationed in Japan, um, you mm -hmm. can, you get there a lot more, but, 
uh, yeah, like that's one that I've always heard about. You know, I've got to go to some unique places. Like Romania is not a very common place. We went there twice, getting to see Dracula's castle or Brand Castle is really, mm-hmm. really cool. Um, uh, and the countryside in Romania is amazing. Plus, their economy is not great. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was big balling, man. Like I felt like I, I you know, uh, comparatively, like when we went to um, England, it was not. You know what I mean? Like our yeah. dollar, like the 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 pound, or you know, it it rated higher. So like I was actually yeah. Then I felt more poor. <laughs> so diving further into the Westpac, uh, we have Thailand, and you know one of the countries they put here. And the way that you could pronounce, can you see that? The way you could pronounce that sounds like I'm going to say something inappropriate, but I think it's Phuket. Phuket. Yeah, yeah I, I've uh, heard that. Phuket, Phuket. Uh, Thailand. P-H-U-K-E-T. You do what you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, then again, we're talking Thailand, so we're also talking Bangkok. Yeah, so, so um, this is just a – the video that you're seeing now is, is just Thailand in general. So some of these places you may or may not be able to go to, right? right. Will that make you dizzy? Yeah, uh, Pure <laughs> White Sands, uh, Aqu- uh <laughs> Aquamarine waters and limestone cliffs await travelers who visit Thailand's uh, southwest island, uh, surrounded by um, Adamon Sea, and about an hour plane ride from Bangkok. The island is a little piece of paradise, which comes with a relatively low price tag for everything from mm-hmm. its accommodations to spa treatments and boat tours. But along with its tropical appear, uh, it beckons to travelers wanting to experience its flavorful cuisine, uh, lemongrass, lime leaves, chilies, and its rich culture heavily influenced by its reigning religion, Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Um, and although the island's beaches and tour- tourism operates have bounced back from the 2004 tsunami, uh, which hammered its west coast and tragically claimed thousands of lives, it remains the best part. Uh, it, rem- it remembers the past with memorials and a bitter, a better warning system uh, should the area once again come under threat, right? And, you know, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, Thailand is one of those countries that you always hear about in the Navy. I think, like, I think it's probably, it's got to be one of the most visited. It does, and I think a lot of times people think of Thailand and they think of like, you know, like the the city, you know, like the the lights and the and the like. You can go see like the shows and like stuff like that, and you know, kind of that big city. But um, that's just the one part of it. Like Thailand itself, um, I guess I've never been there, but like just hearing from people, like getting out to like where the um, like um, oh, where the, like the ruins and stuff are, and like going and mm-hmm. seeing that, like that it is, it is just absolutely beautiful. All right, and the last one is uh, probably the most requested destination, hmm. I would imagine, in the Navy. Uh, very famous, uh, very beautiful, very secluded at the same time. Uh, while also with some uh, with a lot of naval history. A lot of naval history um, mm-hmm. would be uh, Hawaii, Hawaii. Uh, Honolulu. Um, you know, you can get stationed at Pearl Harbor. We have a future sailor, well, not a future sailor, a sailor no, a right sailor. now. Uh, that's stationed there. And we My are always is there. We are always jealous by what we see. Yeah, especially when she posts pictures complaining about it. Like, well, yeah, what's there to complain about? Don't I mean, do it. You guys, you guys, take a look at what's going on over here, and you tell me if you could th- find anything to complain about. 
Um, I mean, just me looking at this right now, uh, maybe not that right there, but <laughs> but at the same time, like, w w look at this. This guy's swimming with dolphins. Uh, there's, well, I'm not really cool with the volcanoes, but that is something to see, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, how do you say it is Oahu? How do you say it? Oahu? Yeah, Oahu blends cosmopolitan luxury and breathtaking scenery more than any other Hawaiian island. Uh, the state's capital city, Honolulu, showcases the island's urban appeal. Ne nearby, you'll find a host of cultural and historical sites. Um, you know, the USS Arizona Memorial mm -hmm. at the Pearl Harbor National uh, Memorial in the nearby Wa Waikiki neighborhood. Uh, skyline of high-rises and resorts contrasts with sparling white sand beaches. For a taste of rural Hawaii, visit the North Shore. Here you'll find the most brilliant blue waters and uh, meandering hikes. But those three spots, spots aren't, uh, how do you say, Oahu's? Uh, only must-see uh, uh, must uh, areas. It is a it's top-notch restaurants, vibrant cultural events, and wild night uh, nightlife um, further showcase the island as a gathering place of Hawaiian culture. So, I mean, I think everyone knows what to expect with Hawaii in a sense. Like, you hear mm -hmm. about it, it's like liver literally living in paradise. I know that's how you describe it. I mean, it is. I mean, this is, this is like one of those places that people, you know, want to get the opportunity to vacation to, and you can get stationed there. Um, and you and can port visit. You can, and you port visit there, you know, uh, especially on a Westpac. Um, if you're in San Diego, oh, you yeah, know, a lot of times you always yeah. stop in Hawaii. Uh, and, you know, I have, we have our previous future sailor. She was on her show, um, you know, QMSA now, Abbott. And then uh, my old roommate who was a CTT. Um, I was just talking to him last night, actually. And uh, he goes um, like surfing and, um, you know, just all kinds of stuff hiking there's all kinds of trails just amazing wildlife and like the food is is awesome like it's just a different culture and even though it's one of the united states right um it i think people forget like just how far out it is so when you're stationed there you actually get extra pay you more or less get overseas pay or what's called cola cost of mm -hmm. living allowance because it is so far away um certain things are a little bit more expensive, like, uh, you know, milk, for instance, yeah. you know, so, uh, and because it is a literal paradise, uh, and it is a, <laughs> um, you know, a tourist trap when you are not trapped, but like a tourist location, when you're stationed there, the Navy understands that, that it's going to be more expensive. Like, so you even get paid extra money because you're stationed there because, you know, mm. you're going to be paying tourist like prices and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, um, lots of places to see, and that's just, like, that's literally a very tiny sample size of oh, the man. places you can go. Yeah. So just imagine where else and what else you could see. Anything that your mind can think of, you have the ability to go to it because we travel the entire world. I could, like, I could talk on each one of those places that I went to about something that I saw, but it, it would. Like, it, it's one of my favorite things about what I did, and I would tell you that if, if you're in the Navy or if you're – thinking about joining the Navy or you're getting ready for your first deployment, my advice to you, and this is only advice, um, you know, look like if you're of age or whatever, and you want to drink, like come home and do that. You know, when you go to these places, like take the opportunity, take those tours, go out and see stuff. Like I've touched the Parthenon, like I've touched the Parthenon. Like that's insane to me. 
Um, you know, I never thought I'd be able to do that. Uh, so it, take advantage of it. Um, it is one of, I think, the standout difference between our service and others if somebody were to ask. So absolutely 100%. And again, thank you so much. Like, please make sure to smash that like button, share this feed, share this video, um, you know, comment down below. If you're seeing this later, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, please tell me what was your favorite port visit? Why? Uh, is there something that we should look up? Maybe, maybe I need to plan where I need to go next. You know what I mean? We want to hear uh, what was your favorite place that you visited, um, whether in the service or not. If you're not in the service and you've been overseas, where have you been? But smash that like button. Uh, if you're on YouTube, smash that subscribe button. And leave a review if you're listening right now on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yep. Leave a review. Give us the five stars. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, only if you're going to leave five stars. If you're going to leave yeah. like one or two, if like you're don't. Leave just one don't. star, can you just, just don't. Please. Right. Walk into traffic. Thanks, guys. Hey, bonus content starts in three, two, Thank you for listening to today's episode. You were just behind the helm. To see this podcast live, check us out on Facebook every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you were listening to this podcast on Apple or Spotify, head on over to our YouTube page to see this show and extra content. If you're on YouTube already, click the video below to see the after show and bonus content that's available right now. No matter what platform you're on, Find the link in the description to find the links to all our other platforms. And as always, find it, like it, share it, and follow it. Thanks, guys.